please join with me, brothers and sisters, in extending a warm Washington, D.C. vibration. Tone. Broadway all day, coming through your doorway, giving you the raw from Northwest to Norway. Penetrate mine, baby, this is foreplay. Giving out jewels and gems to get a saw pain. Run the shop with hot takes and ball phase. Jameson shots to shape them up and get your shit straight. We can talk tech, politics, sports, soulmate. I ain't here to talk about your homeboy mixtape. We just try to get great. Keep it up, no breaks. Where I'm from, whole weight, D.C., no state. Shout out to everybody showing love it anyway. Turn it up and tune it in. Thanks for listening to Black Broadway. Uh, Black Broadway. Uh, yeah, do this all day. Yeah, we do this all day. Hey, once again, Black Broadway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we are back, y'all. Another week, another episode of Black Broadway Podcast, man. This is a let with yo. They got me in here drinking gin this week, yeah. y'all. So you know it's about to be lit, <laughs> yo. I'm having a great week, great time, man. I thank everybody for tuning in once again, man, for real. Black Broadway Podcast, we live, yo. I got Sanaa in the building with me as once again. As usual, yo. We missing Lauren tonight, but you know, she's feeling low under the weather. So, yo, get well soon, man. For real, man. Big shout out to Z for holding us down once again. And we got a special guest in the house tonight. We got Luxury Cuisine. My friend, Biggie hey. Cherie. She's here rocking it, yo, man. She's going to talk to us about really what it means to be a fucking foodie in this town where everybody want to call themselves a foodie, which is a term we hate, right? Hashtag foodie. Hashtag foodie. <laughs> hashtag DC dining. Fuck out of here, man. We good every day, and we going to show y'all, man. Biggie brought food for us, too, man. It is all the way popping. And we got another chef in the house. Body Feeds in the building. Hey, hey. chop of the month all day, baby. Body Feeds the chef in the house, man. Yo, it's an episode of Black Broadway, man. We back, y'all. Got to start the show off how I normally start it off. And I got to say thank you to all of our listeners, anybody who ever liked the Instagram pic, anybody who ever clicked the link, anybody who ever reposted, liked anything on SoundCloud or iTunes, rated us. We appreciate y'all greatly, and we could not do it without y'all, man, for real. So it's popping, man. Another week of Black Broadway, yo. Yes, sir. So, let's get it. You know, we ain't going to go into the recap of last week's events because last week was just lit. It was everywhere. Everything was popping, man. Chicken and bumbo sauce. I heard that was fun, but I heard the chicken was a little dry. But we gonna, yeah, a little dry, but we know what I'm saying? We, we heard everybody had a good time. Shout out to the Howard Theater and all of that, hey. man. But we got a whole gang of shit coming up this week. So before we even get into, you know, our stories, our topics, we definitely got to let y'all know what's going to be going on out here in the street this week, all right? So, on Thursday, when this episode drops, first and foremost, got to send a big shout-out to my man Modi, the whole DC to BC, Trelectro fam. They're doing it once again. Vices. Vices DC, yo. That's going to pop, man. For real. That's going to be a big look. It's going to be okay. at Flash. I seen it. So, we're going to have it popping off at the Flash nightclub. Right on Florida Avenue, Washington, D.C. It's right next to, you know, Howard Theater. Right over there yeah, by yeah, uh, Half Smoke. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, the new Florida Avenue, you know, where it's mm -hmm. all kinds of fancy shit popping off. Mm -hmm. But Vice is lit, man. Before I even go any further, last week's guest, 
Our man Jim Jones, man. Big shout out to Jim Jones for coming through and giving us the breakdown on fitness. And Jim Jones is having an event this week as well. He's doing a collab with Nike and Gatorade. It's going to be at the Anthony Bowen YMCA. It's going to be on Thursday at 7 p.m. It's going to be a workout, y'all. Nike is bringing through the shoes. I hope everybody went and RSVP for that. It's on Splash That. If you listened to last week's episode, you would know. And you would have been signed up. So it's on RSVP on SplashDat.com, and you can go check out, what is it, Jim Jones? Just Jim Jones at SplashDat, RSVP for this event. I don't know if they still got some spaces, but it's lit out here. So anything that's going on in the city, Black Broadway is going to let y'all know. And my man Jim Jones has it popping, yo. We're going to be in there tomorrow. We're going to be sweating. We're going to be doing our thing. So now you ready? So now I got this motherfucking big riff out tonight, yo. It's lit. Now ready, ready, yo. Kind of trying to do that summer body thing out here, yo. I see you, yo. Man, shout out to Jim Jones, man. Let's keep the city fit, y'all, for real. So that's going to be a good look. That's also going on this week. What else we got in the in the realm of fitness as well? We got Fitbit. And if you ever, you know, if you're into wearables, I am. I'm an OG wearable guy. I used to have a Nike uh, fuel band and shit. Anybody ever have one of those? I don't even know what that is. That shit was trash. It was like a thing that you wear on your wrist and it tells you how many fuel points you got. But Fitbit is a little better because they actually tell you all types of different things about... They tell you all types of different things about... Basically, what your heart rate is, what your activity rate is. It keeps you posted on your sleep time and schedule, all of that. I like an Apple Watch. Yeah, it's like an Apple Watch, but it's not. It's the predecessor. And it's not as informative. You ain't getting no text on the Fitbit, but you know what I'm saying? It's still popping. It's about that workout. It's about that workout, yo. And they're having a launch event at the Yards Park this week on um, Saturday, Saturday the 17th. From 9 a.m. to 11.30 p.m., should I say. And the first 300 people get a free Fitbit and a yoga mat. So you need to be in the building, y'all. Because, hey, I kind of want a Fitbit. I don't know where I'm going to put it. I got my Apple Watch. I got my Black Broadway band. I got my beads. I don't know what I'm going to do. but riding the bike. At the end of the day, exactly. (laughs) We're going to get it popping. We're going to get our Fitbits. I want everybody that's down with Black Broadway to get your flip. And it's free. So it's summertime, yo. I know y'all want to be sexy for your little August vacation. So let's get right. Hey, Sadai's all the way with it. She is on the team. So we are all the way getting it. And for the gluttons amongst us, such as myself, or the people with high metabolisms, we got taco, beer, and tequila festival, which is all the way popping, yo. That's going to go down at the hot sauce zone. Where is that going to be? At Yards Park, again, they're having some. They're going to rename it the Hot Sauce Zone? I guess. That's kind of cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? Saucy. Saucy, you know. Hey, did anybody see that? I hope everybody saw that that viral video where my man was explaining the difference between the sauce and the juice. And the juice. All right? Yeah, 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 you got to know yeah, the difference yeah, yeah, between yeah. the sauce and the juice. You know, the yeah. juice is like simply, you it's know. Temporary. It's temporary. It's You juice. might have the juice for a minute. It can't finish your juice, but the sauce is forever. Sauce is forever. <laughs> the sauce is for fucking ever, was y'all. It the it, I mean, hey, I think, no, it wasn't that was guy. Was Shout like, out to Macabito. He was a Best Buy employee. He was spitting game, man. Yeah, I saw that on camera on Instagram. Man, shout out to Cam for continually messing up with gyms. You know what I'm saying? Our man Cameron keeps us focused out here, man. But they're going to have an official taco, beer, and tequila fest 
at the Yards Park, and that's going to be on Sunday this um, 15th as well. And that's going to be from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. So that's going to be all night. After you got your Fitbit and all of that shit, then come get sauced up with, the, <laughs> with your tacos and beer and tequila, yo. Yeah. It's going to be all the way popping. Same location, right by National Stadium, right down there in Southwest. We're going to bring it on back uptown, though. And we got the hip-hop old-school bar crawl, which is something. Uptown, hey, uptown. Shout out to Reggie and Mo, the 1920 that? crew, right? 1920 crew. 19, where, were they, where were they at originally? Were they at Lounger 3, too? Uh, well, originally, Mo, was, Reggie was at um, Lounger 3. Right. And they put, they started, is Lounger 3 one of the stops on the bar crawl? I know you more, know more about this Reggie is just a, a U-Street bartender, so Absolutely. he's been in, like, everywhere. Okay, so they're going to have you a mean whole bar crawl. You beside 1919? Oh. Yeah, on that same the block, street. across the street. Oh, okay, Absolutely, okay. 1929. Absolutely, yeah. so they're going to have a whole bar crawl. I think they're going to be hitting at least, what, four or five six. bars? Six bars? <laughs> and that's going to be going on all day. Tickets range between 10 and $20. There's so many DJs that's going to be rocking, man. I know all my peoples who play at Lounger 3, my man Shablast and... Uh, what's the other guy's name? I know it's Harry Dent. Harder. Who else is going to be it's in gonna be it? Harvey Dent. Harvey Dent is in it. Yeah, all of these DJs, and they're going to be rocking that 90s, that old school shit. Yeah, yeah, so now, yeah no Yachty. No Yachty. <laughs> Don't deny me in that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I ain't, ain't want to call y'all out. Don't you be know. cussing at me. Y'all millennials. Y'all Wait, millennials. How do we get tickets for that? How do we get tickets for that? They're on Eventbrite. So if you go to Eventbrite and look up Hip Hop Old School Bar Crawl, Old school with a K, you know, because we old school like that. Fresh. You know, fresh. <laughs> you know, you see my, my shoulder stance, you know, see my B-boy stance out here. But that's going to be popping, man. So that's going to be happening on Saturday the 15th. Man, Saturday is kind of lit out here, yo. I didn't realize that all this is happening in second. Summertime. You're right. It's summertime and it's all the way popping, yo. Oh, man. Here's my favorite event, though. I got to say, this is my favorite event. This week, and even though it's not in D.C., it's still my favorite event. Mm. Baltimore got the Caribbean Fest, a, man. Look, they doing something early. What you talking about, the early morning party? They doing it all day, man. It's going to be at Lake Clifton Park, which is at 2701 St. Lowe Drive in Baltimore. And the parade starts from noon. At The parade starts at noon, and it rolls until 5 p.m. Okay. And then late at night. From 5 p.m. to 10 p.m., they're gonna have like the full dance hall festival to be going having on. An early morning party that's going until like eight. I don't I know. I think that starts tonight or tomorrow night. It starts tomorrow night. They had something like that in Houston. I heard yeah, about that that's recently. The, that's they call that the um what they call that shit the damn. <laughs> the carnival like Juvert or something Jouvert, like that. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. they have it like Juvert. That's going down tomorrow yeah, night. So yeah, absolutely. So if you want tickets to that, you can get those for fifteen bucks, and you can go to BaltimoreCarnival.com, and they got those popping off all the way. That's Saturday too. That's Saturday too. Oh One more Saturday event, yo. Oh look, y'all got a lot to choose from this Saturday, cause. Is even though we not having the Caribbean Fest in D.C. Hey, Sheree, I know you can vouch. Those used to be the littest days of the summertime back in the day. My aunt lived right over top of the little uh, 
Bradshaw. Where? And so on what street? Georgia, Georgia and Kenyon. Whoop! Right, right in the heart right of the parade the route. Store. That was right in the heart of the route. So I never had to be in the parade. I was right. just stand on the rooftop and look at everybody. Everybody throwing right. mud and sweating. I remember coming from Montgomery County just to watch it. Just to come just through. To Y'all remember people yeah. used to come from Canada. People yes. used to come from everywhere right. to come to DC Carnival, man. And it's a damn shame that we don't have that here no more. But uh, shout out to gentrification. You know what I'm saying? Hey, These assholes, man, they got us out Free. here cultureless. You know what I'm saying? All they want us to do is go to fake foodie restaurants on Georgia Avenue. Oh, no, I was gonna say you could go to um, Archipelago. Right, exactly. <laughs> you could go to Graffiato on that night. You know, have some good antipast. Fuck that, man. We looking for the Love jerk. Man. And the curry, all right? If you're looking for the jerk and the curry, get out there to Baltimore. Exactly. And if you're looking for the culture and you just can't get out to Baltimore, in the city, on that same night, they have a reggae fest at the Howard Theater. Once again, because oh, they've been right. having these all summer. They've been having big reggae fest every you Saturday. They're going to have Ellie. It's going to be Ellie for mine, yo. Oh, Lord, I <laughs> We got Elephant Mind Bomb. He's going up all the way on Saturday the 17th at Howard Theater. I think doors is at 10. Tickets through Ticketmaster. I'm sure it ain't sold out yet, but it's going to get sold out. So if you're hearing this episode, make sure you get on top of that because that's going to be a big event, yo. Like, and. The Reggae Fest at Howard Theater, not for nothing, is pretty dope. It's always a good look over there, it's man. It's lit, and it's pretty consistent, though. But it him, is. But him being there, that's going to bring a whole different crowd out. Absolutely. Bundy 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 bundy. Bundy. Elephant is going to bring the whole shit out, man. I love it, yo. So, like, those are our events for this week because it seems to be, like, a really, really popping Saturday. This is the middle of the summer. Summer, So, man. it's Mid really summer, man. It's hot as shit. Man. It is It's going to be 100 tomorrow. My mom told me just early. I was like, I can't wait. I can't wait. I live for these days. It's so humid. My edge control won't let me be good. To be honest, I can't Yo, y'all be out here with this edge control. I'm laughing. I don't do my makeup now unless I'm coming out at night. Hey, listen. I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm an OG OG ashy dude. So I know in the summertime, I don't even be messing with lotion. Like, I just sweat it out. (laughs) I just sweat it out. Just a little little Just a dab of ranch. You know what I'm saying? A dab of ranch. A dab of ranch. You know what I'm saying? My face be all melted off and sweat. <laughs> right, bro. We don't need none of that shit anyway. Real. And look, at the end of the day, look at that big ass ice cube, y'all. We're here trying to make gin cocktails and we got ice blocks. Speaking of this ice block, I have to mention my favorite event of the weekend that, you know, if you with me, you with me. Game of Thrones is back, motherfuckers, I, I on Sunday, July 16th. Yo, y'all buggers. I saw an episode and I fell asleep. I'm pissed I'm off at everybody in this room right so now. I mean, Akil, you know, it's just not for me. It's Yo, what's wrong with y'all? I just, I, I just don't like it. You know, I'm an HBO dude too, but I just never... Yo, now, I'm going to check in. I, I told 12 I was going to check in. But power, so. I genuinely Listen. try. I can't give with power either. I never want to. I, I, I can't give with power. Like, but American oh, Gods, though. I ain't going to hold you down. American power. Gods, yo. Have you watched American Gods? I have Have you read the book? No. I haven't. I've heard it's, Game of Thrones I've heard it's an interesting too. concept. I heard that several books. Somebody told me that. Several books. Yeah, yeah, they have several books. They yeah. told me that the book by but American I'm check Gods it. was the only one. Hold on, Pepper. They mm-hmm. told me that American Gods was the only one that like really did it right. 
America got like stuck it stuck very close to the books and stuck real true to what they were talking about. I'm with that. Like Corey has a leather bound American gospel. (laughs) (laughs) Your home smells of leather bound books and rich mahogany? Yes. (laughs) I love it, yeah. I love it. I genuinely tried with the game of thrones. I literally sat. Man, I told listen. Myself, this is what I'm gonna do for the day. Listen. And I fell asleep. Winter is I'm here, yo. <laughs> Winter is here. Big I shout outs to my to man Rob and Edwin and everybody else that's working over here at the Game of Thrones pop up bar out there on Seventh Street. It's right next to Shaw Howe University Metro Station, and they it's incredible. That. They killed I've that seen whole the thing. thing. I said, man, what yo, the fuck is go to my Instagram. Right check out my pictures. I took a picture on the Iron Throne. I'm out here standing next to the Lannister banners. You know, all my Game of Thrones geeks, I know y'all feel me. I I know y'all feel me, yo. I'm out here. I'm I'm Lord Commander. I'm I'm the the Black Jon Snow. I'm going to check in with you. Black Jon Snow. But did you, but did you double but tap though? No, no. I was, well, was going to come talk shit to you in person too. Yeah, though. I was like, look at this nigga right I here. I thought it, but I had to say it to you. <laughs> nigga, I had the full-length fur on. So I had fur on feeling like Jerome, yo. I was out here killing it, man. Okay. Shout-outs to all my guys over there at the Game of Thrones pop-up shop, man. They were really doing it, yo. So those are events. That's everything that's popping off this week. This weekend, yo. Like, there's so much more. We got to keep y'all updated. But always stay tuned to Black Broadway to hear about the littest of the lit events that's going on. Litty. You know, so this week, yo, we got a few little stories that we got to touch on. It's, it's kind of been a nice little, a, a, a busy news week. You know what I'm saying? I'll tell you, it's a lot of things that's happened that have been semi-trash. But then a lot of other things have happened that, you know, might give us a little dab of hope. You know what I'm saying? A little, yeah. little small dab of hope. Dab Let's, ranch. Look, dab of ranch. That's the. Dab, <laughs> dab that of might hope. be this episode. The dab, dab of ranch. ranch. <laughs> <laughs> it might be the dab of ranch episode. <laughs> but yo, this week on um, in the news, I think one. Well, I'll start off with one of the bigger stories. That's a carryover from last week's stories. Last week, Venus was basically Venus Williams was basically thrown all the way under the bus. They told they tried to say that she was a, a murderer and she caused somebody to wrongfully die in a car accident and the police were out here seconding it. Everybody yeah. was out here saying that. Then, of course, the street camera footage comes in and it shows that Serena, pardon me, Venus Williams did not run this gr- red light. She had the light yeah, the and the person who ended up hitting her and actually ended up dying. I heard her it was husband a, died. Uh, her, her husband. Died. It was an yeah, older was gentleman. Later, yeah. He's about 70 years old. That's he passed up. away and they tried to put this beef on her and you could tell it was traumatizing to her because they were interviewing her at Wimbledon and she was crying. She broke down. It was incredible how they tried to really ruin All this I young lady. Is that life, I woke you know? up the morning and I was like, look, it's Wimbledon. Where's Venus? And then I woke up and she was swinging. I was like, okay, she all right now. Yeah, but she, they, she ain't let that shit really tap her in, tap bro. out with her like that. But it was traumatic, man. It was, yeah, definitely. Yeah, just those. like Brandy, that shit happened she, to Brandy. She Brandy, made a, Brandy did no, that Brandy shit. Did it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. She made a statement on Instagram, on Twitter. I'm sorry, saying that um, she's like, oh, I'm so sorry, so traumatic. I'm, I'm praying for the families. Like she was like genuinely. Yeah, she's genuinely hurt. Yeah, you know she was like upset. My problem with that is I found out by my boss, who mm. is a white Jewish man, mm. and he was, oh, they're going to fry her, and like all of a sudden, I'm like, hold on, wait a minute, you don't even know what happened. 
yo. Like, but because this is a black woman right here, you're so quick because she's a rich black woman. Right. She's wrong. Right. That exactly. was my point. You can't wait to tear Word. somebody down. Right. And, and how about this? Just to even flip it in reverse. Remember when Bruce Jenner did do that? Yeah. He was all the right. way wrong yeah. out there. Holly Berry and too. Holly yeah. Berry. So many people. We don't talk about that no more. Though. You know what I'm saying? Her being a successful black woman, but it's somebody's job to investigate this and have the right legit facts. So how y'all already throwing out that she's exactly. wrong? Exactly, because they Why? want her to be wrong so bad but because of who she is. No, I know that. Yeah. I want people to recognize that, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because somebody's job to do the research and look this shit up and investigate this shit properly. Right. I can't wait till I go back to work. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yo, have you read like, the news, my guy? Like, had, that, had, that, had that video not leaked, what would have happened? Right. What would have happened? Exactly. Like, she would have oh, just, her reputation would have been ruined. Oh, she's going to lose all of her endorsements. That's Why crazy. do you want this Why do you want that for her, right? That you wish. It's right. like she's out here drunk driving. Right. Thank you. Is she yeah. still in the drawing Wimbledon? Is she still in the tournament? She is. Good. Yeah. I hope she win and I hope she, she fucking clown. I hope she clown on him. She will. I hope her yeah. and Serena go out there and crip walk all over Wimbledon once again. You know what I'm saying? For real. Because that shit is trash. Yo, they tried to throw them under the bus. But like I said, a dab I hope because at least she got vindicated. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I'm really glad for that. You know what I'm saying? I tell you the other thing. That we that's looking a little hopeful, but again, you know, we all we know how we have mixed feelings about this. It's looking like the impeachment train is really about to leave oh, the station, she, yo. She's the impeachment good. train is really wrong. But did y'all really think that was gonna happen? I don't know how I feel about that though. Yeah. Because if he gets impeached, look who his runner up is. Right. We that always say that. As as but the fact of the matter is, is that we, we know that this guy we just gotta take him down with, with Rome wasn't built in a day. But damn sure we can knock down a few bricks at at, at one time. We just and have to get him out of there. He's so. see, yeah, he's so America. Yeah, well, you know what it is. I feel like it's worse if we get him out of there. I feel like it's gonna be worse. I feel the same way. Like he has it set up to just fuck after fuck I feel like it's gonna be a down Yeah, they have they have set up a whole entire administration. Like they already appointed a Supreme Court justice. So really and truly, they have an irreversible impact on the government already because you mm -hmm. can't unsee the Supreme Court justice. They serve for life. Yeah. So he's already done that. But the fact of the matter is is that his idiot son decided to actually exchange emails with the person who set up these these meetings that they've I mean, been denying idiots. They've been denying these meetings from day zero and his son actually has emails where he mentioned that yeah, it's a Russian government agent. Sure, I love it. Like, how fucking stupid are you to put this in writing? And I, I so, can't. I it's can't like the wire. Believe that somebody <laughs> is this stupid. It, no, you can't. I, I feel like that this whole thing is just yeah. like smoke and mirrors. Yeah. It is. Right? It feels that way. Like yeah. It's just like a complete distraction from I do not know what, What's but that? I feel like it is a distraction yeah. from something. Like, there's no way that somebody like Donald Trump is this stupid. Well, I think he is this stupid, you know? And, and it's, here's the thing. He's a 70-year-old guy. So you have to realize I that like he's... dementia setting in. Exactly. Dementia, that. delusions of grandeur. He thinks that he's somebody who's way he more important a, than he is. He is a textbook narcissist. A Rothschild. Textbook almost. narcissist. He thinks he's a Rothschild. Yeah. And he's not. A sociopath. He's definitely that, yo. And it's so crazy that, like, now that all of this is coming out, he's actually in a position where this could be a criminal offense. Like, there's a lot of, there's tons of lawyers and all types of different hey, look, representatives that are weighing in. I'm going to give you one in, more you know ugly look at it. The, the, the um, education 
minister that he Betsy Davos. She just fucked up the Obama joint. What? The Obama college student. Um, you the know, Pell Grant where they where they allowed they just, they, to get just Pell they just rescinded it out of Congress. They've been is, rescinding, which so is going to fuck things. up our younger. I mean, I fuck our younger up generation. It's going to make it more difficult for people to attain higher education. That's the Period. problem. It's black Period. people. The fuck, people, fuck that. Poor people. Yeah, poor people. Period. Because this it's is an ugly look. It's an ugly is a, look. This is definitely charged by race, but it's much more about class, class. class. and about yeah, yeah. and about yes, separating yes, the yes, haves. Bro. Further from the have-nots, yes, and they really don't yeah. care about the have-nots at all. They they almost have like the middle class has been dwindling so much in America, and this is just another step in that direction. Yeah. And I hope, I hope that at least the symbol of this idiocy can get knocked down a notch. Because Donald Trump's just a symbol. He's just a figurehead. The real people that's running is way behind Kanye him. for 2020. Hey hey, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so now we gotta get into our local stories because this is real. Yo, DC, man, gentrification, which is the main reason that I started this podcast, the main reason that we're doing this, to keep the actual community alive and informed. They're still constantly trying to destroy our community. All the residents of Berry Farms Housing Projects, which is the most legendary project in the city for all the wrong reasons, but it's shit. the project in for the all city. All the right reasons. True, you know what I'm saying? Because it has a it's deep history. Has the bad? It's got the gates. You know, it has the. It's originally. It really. You know, a lot of people don't know that Barry Farms used to be a farm. Yeah. It used to be an actual farm. Like, like I, I know older black folks from the city. That's like, yo, I remember when it was like pigs and watermelons and live produce and all of that over there. So it's crazy that they're actually taking this place, which has a lot of history, and they're systematically moving all of these people out. And the people who are there have already started to ask questions and rebel against the regime that's pushing them out because they've been giving them the same okey-doke that they've given everybody in areas that have been gentrified. Like, yeah, you guys can stay. It's cool. We're just going to build all of this around you. It's no problem. And when we build the new nice stuff, you're going to be the first people that we welcome back lies in. Lies and fairy tales. Lies and yeah. more lies, yo. That's all why they the doing, people them. All they doing right now is really giving people an opportunity to go out here and Take this voucher, take this pittance yeah. that they're giving them, yeah. move somewhere where they've never been familiar and never get back. Soon as Berry Farms is a beautiful, they're, they're scheduled to have 1,400 units. Out of that 1,400 units, only 344 are set aside for affordable housing or for, you know, low-income tenants. What do they call them again? Affordable dwelling units. Affordable dwelling units. Shit. Out of those 344 affordable dwelling units, a hundred have already been set aside and are already about to be occupied. You know what I'm saying? And there's currently over 230 families living in Berry Farms right now. So at the end of the day, there's not going to be enough space for these people. And the people who already took the subsidy, they're out of there. They're never coming back. They're never going to be able to get back, yo. And now that we're talking about it, the... The units are scheduled to be delivered by 2021, so that's in four short years. You know what I'm saying? Four years is going to breeze by, and those. What do you think is going to happen for those people in this time? They'll still be living in very far. Exactly. Not be able to get them out of here. They're not going, and they're not going to be able to rise economically either. Because where, where are the jobs? Go? Right. Where are the opportunities? You know what I'm saying? They're not hiring people the in education. this. Education. Where, right. Where's the education? 
They're not hiring people. They're not developing anybody to become homeowners or condo owners. They're just trying to systematically move us out. Yeah. And 2021 is when they're trying to get us out. And speaking of which, inside of the housing uh, market talk, there have been several neighborhoods in the District of Columbia where the housing prices have escalated extensively. I'm Rockin talking about up to up to 50% more than houses Rockin were currently were were previously costing. The first neighborhood, which comes as no surprise for real, is Glover Park. That's all the way up in Tillytown. For anybody that's familiar with the city, mm -hmm. houses up there have escalated somewhere into, in the neighborhood of 20 to 30%. Oh, which is 16th Street, up in the Heights. That's escalated 20%. Ledroit Park, that's escalated 18%. Ledroit. Hillcrest, Hillcrest, which is also up on 16th Street. Come like right over there by, um, I want to say, Rock Creek Park, Gold Coast, right? Would we refer to that as Gold, Gold Coast? Coast? Yes, Hillcrest. That's escalated somewhere in the neighborhood of 15%. And Congress Heights Heights. has escalated up to 20%. So imagine you live in Congress Heights. And you had a house that was around two hundred thousand. Right now, that house is around two hundred and fifty thousand. It's insane, yo. People are not going to have anywhere to go. DC is not going to exist in the same way that it existed Re before. Regentrified. It's going to be foot right, like you said, regentrified because this already happened before, happened before, and it's going to happen again, yo. It's insane, man. Talk, and it's Bill. a really sad situation for most of the people that are out here really trying to enhance DC. And now that people are moving out of D.C., guess where the crime and all that blight goes? To PG County. And now that PG County is the home of crime and just terrible... Extended Southeast. Ex ex you know, Knife Ward. Yeah. PG County is the Knife Ward now. And now they're having more and more patrols out there in that part of the county and in that part of in those parts of the city that are, you know, like right on Eastover and Indian Head Highway. Mm -hmm. They're really going to do an entire sweep. They're going to up the patrols. By how much so now? You're telling they, me. They say they're going to do 12 hour shifts now. They're doing 12 hour shifts yeah. of police. But it's all over, the, all over PG, though. It's not all just, over PG. All not over. just all like over, Southern yeah. County. We're talking about from Hyattsville yeah, to, to Kentland. Hey, real life. Landover. So I got to throw an RIP to me from Coolidge, who we used right. to go to school with. Oh, man, that's a fact. Because he died in fucking PG County just Damn. two nights ago. Yeah. That's real talk, man. R.I.P. our man, so Big Meat, man, said, Anthony Russell, man. man. With that being said, y'all be safe. Don't be out here for no reason. If you don't have no business, real shit. if y'all ain't getting the money, y'all ain't picking up your kids, stay your ass real in the Real talk, because they coming for you. Yeah. I was having a conversation with one of my clients today about the old jump-out days. You know what I'm saying? How crazy that was and how, like, basically... The people who live in D.C. now, the gentrified D.C., they wouldn't stand for that. They don't want to see that. They don't want to be nowhere near that. They they couldn't. They wouldn't know how to respond if five police just jumped out of a four Taurus on their block and started locking motherfuckers up. Right. But they're just moving that strategy right over to PG County where they moved all of us. You know what I'm saying? So the treatment don't change just because you escape to the burbs or escape to the to the you know outskirts oh, yeah. of the city, they taking it in a whole nother. You know what I'm saying? The more <laughs> things change, the more they stay the same, man. Yeah. And on that note, yo, I know Sanaa, you got some historical events for us, hey, some contacts course, to provide for us, so we know what's I going do. on. Baby. Give us, give us the info, just, just a little, little bit, bit before we get into the right, second so half. I'm gonna of start with these birthdays real quick. Okay. So Lisa Leslie turned 45 this week. Okay, Lisa do, Leslie, do best Spurs woman Spurs. basketball yeah, player ever. Nah, Cheryl Swoops, but Lisa Leslie up there. No, no, no. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I found right. out as I was doing research. She's one of the first women to do a dunk in it. I remember when Lisa Leslie dunked. That shit was crazy. 
She like six eight though. Yeah, that's a big bird. Happy birthday, Lisa yeah. Leslie. And yo. then David Dinkins, which was the hundred, the first black, the first black, the first man. black mayor. And R.I.P. Right, Fife Dog, Mr. Dinkins, could you please be our mayor? Yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah. that's Fife Dog. The hundred and six and first black mayor. Hundred and six. No, New York. Come on. Sorry, yeah, New York. You yeah, you said DC. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. David Dinkins was the mayor you of New York. Yeah. 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 But he turned ninety this week. Damn. Happy birthday, Dad. God bless his soul. Charlie Murphy would have been 58 today. Oh, Shout out to the cancers. You no know, doubt. All right, Charlie Murphy. I like my friend. Man, I hope wherever you at, man, darkness, man. Shout out. We see you Murphy. on power next week, boy. <laughs> Word. Okay, so for accomplishments and uh, inventions this week, we have uh, Henry Sampson invented the cell phone. In 71. A black man. A black man. Of course. People never really acknowledge that, man. Like a black man invented the cell phone. phone. Nobody. But they're not going to give us that either, though. You know why? Because it's not even something people even talk about who invented the cell phone. What's the lady's name from MTV? Francesca. um, Francesca. I can't remember her name, but she always does like the little snippets on MTV. Yeah. Shit, that's some old shit, but I know who you're talking about. I know who you're she, talking about. She does, like, about racism, and she talks about, like, what you wouldn't have. Oh, interesting. Really? Did she shout out yeah, my man? What's his name again tonight? Um, Henry Sampson. Henry Sampson. Yeah, I've Henry seen this shit. I love that. That's well about 82. Week, um, Boys in the Hood was dropped. Oh, Where big classic movie. <laughs> yo, shout out to John Singleton, yo. Man, Ricky, you can't run in a straight line, That's boss. Yo, that was my <laughs> first thought. You, you got to see. You got to When did you think he was going, Where Ricky? Where was you going? You was in the whole alley, Ricky, man. You're not on the Come on. Ricky. <laughs> As well as he this was a damn jock, he couldn't help it. <laughs> no, he didn't get on the SATs, though. He passed. He passed his SATs. He did, did he pass his SATs? He did. Okay, Remember? yeah, he did. He did. He died. And he had a baby yeah. on the way. It's yeah. insane. He so, had so, a baby. Yeah. He had a whole baby. He, he did have a whole baby. baby. He had a whole baby already. I'm sorry. I'm not remembering Boys in the Hood you accurately. Get, you, know, so you gotta get it together. And yeah. You of all people <laughs> telling me to get it together <laughs> on movies. <laughs> Never seen a movie okay. in your life. So, anyway. I digress. <laughs> I, di- I love it. <laughs> I digress. Uh, TLC's Waterfall hit top, hit number one in the top 200 of the Lit. pop records. Lit. And stayed there for seven whole weeks. Yo, Waterfalls seven. was a big, big, no. big tune. Uh, that was, I mean, I was like 95. 95, yeah, 95 or 96. I was definitely was in high school. Yeah. Okay. Remember them days. <laughs> So then in 2001, since we're talking about the Wilmington, Woman Singles. Okay. Uh, Venus Williams won, that was her second year running in a row. Okay. And then she made it again the next year to the finals, but she lost to Serena fucking Williams. Oh, that's So big. that was for the Black Girl Magic. Black Girl Black Magic. Magic. See, this is their time of the year. This is when they really shine. They yeah. kill it in yeah, Wimbledon. They, they do that. They, they do Shout Wimbledon. Shout out to the West Coast. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout you, out to the West Coast. Your Compton homies, <laughs> I love it, yo. Those are your Compton homies, yo. And then this is Black Girl Magic. It was actually just the other day. I love so it. So we're not going to call it quite. It, it didn't go down history nice. yet. It's mm-hmm. going to go down the history books at some point. Elaine Thompson won the 300, uh, the, I'm sorry, the 100-meter dash. Nice. In less, than se- in less than 11 seconds. That's big. With an injury and in regular sneakers. Damn. She didn't have the, like, usually if you know you run she track. She had the spikes to get the extra she moves. She had regular, she had Nikes on, my dude. Hey. Like, regular-ass Nikes. Big up Elaine Thompson. Why one? Hey, what? What time for Jamaica, yo? For real, we love Elaine. You know what I'm saying? So, yo, what else we got? That was it. That was the last of it. I love it, man. Those are good history right there. 
Thank you. Thank you. I interesting. You I love it. Our accomplishments. Give you a little knowledge. Absolutely, yo. So now you've been killing it with the history recently. Yo. I, I, I much appreciate it, yo. You've been hitting all the topics. You've been giving us some good relevant joints that we can Black relate history. to, man, for real. So in the second half of this thing right here, Black Broadway Podcast, first of all, we're going to get my man Marty out of control because Marty's wildin' right now. So we're going to get Marty. We're going to have to, we're gonna have to bring it down from like a 10 to a, a, a calm I four. I'm at a, I'm at a five. Yo, man, no, no, you got it. This ain't, this ain't. The negative, the negative. We're going to you all the way Shout back. Shout out to Black Broadway. Yeah, man, respect my authority, bro. So on the second half of this show here, man, we're going to get into luxury cuisine. We're going to talk about what you got going because you're killing the gram right now with all oh, these you. beautifully plated entrees and appetizers and things. And we know you've been in this service industry, restaurant, foodie life for a minute, yo. I know you've been about it. 20 years. Yo, I know you've been about it. So, exactly. And you know this DC food scene better than any of these motherfuckers who want to go put out a blog and post it on Brightest Young Things or whatever, you know what I'm saying? I am not a blogger at all. Yeah, we're... Like, I, I like to show and tell. Show we appreciate you for that. Part, yeah, like, <laughs> I don't want to hear your knowledge or, like, your your little five-second Yelp review. Right, we nobody gives a shit. For a whole <laughs> 600 characters. I don't want that. Especially with your minimum qualifications. You, exactly. You, you just moved here in October. Like, what are you talking about? So That's the thing I do hate about the internet. It gets everybody the sense of, like, their opinion matters. Yeah, like, exactly. Everybody that. feels important. That is the beautiful thing about the internet and it's also the most ugly exactly. thing. Mm-hmm. It bothers me. So we're not <laughs> having it. We go straight to the authorities, yo. So you know what I'm saying? Second half of Black Broadway Podcast, Luxury Cuisine. It's on and popping. Let's yo. get this gin in. Turn in and t- tune in and turn up. We'll be right back. Peace. I used to be in love with this bitch named me and Jay. Don't fuck with her no more. Now I fuck with Tango Ray. Tango Ray introduced me to her first cousin, Gold. Last name was English and the first name O. But Gold couldn't take the dick. It made me lazy. We split apart and now I met this new trick, Zany. Not me and Zany. We've been together ever since. I love combines to form a science. What is this? I bust a cherry. Took a virginity in 91. Now that she's open, everybody wanna tap something. Go get your own domain. Me have to fucking clap something. I love my shorty more than life now, ain't that something? To love your dainty more than living itself. Even though my friends tell me she ain't good for my health. When I go pick her up, they tell me put her back on the shelf. They say your piece, she only wants you for one thing that's your wealth. But I don't pay attention, cause she's my baby, the dainty. You know she drive me crazy, she's my number one lady. Met her back in 89, now she's 22, acting like she's 40. She said, All I need is a man to support me. Besides, you from the 41st side of things. And Queensbridge niggas be acting like they. Kings pushing Lexuses, wearing fat diamond rings. My cellular phone rings supreme, international, think rational. The 12th Street crew move back when we come through. Come through, come through. I think the whole world's going insane. I fill my brain up with Zany and drink away the pain. I think the whole world's going insane. I fill my mind up with liquor and drink away the pain. I think the whole world's losing its brain. I fill my brain up with liquor and drink away the pain. I think the whole world's going insane. I fill my mind up with zany and drink away the pain. 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 Pain
Tommy Hill was my nigga, uh. and others couldn't figure how me and Hill figure used to move through with vigor. Had to sit and plan on how to make these seven figures. Said the brinks is coming through yeah. at Fashion Avenue. Uh-huh. At Tuesday at two, now we got a former crew of motherfuckers who ain't going out like sucker. Told me call call can I? Wow. And all my other brothers. Yeah. I told my sister Walker, who was the smoothest talker, negotiate the deal with the mother money stalkers. Diesel drove the Beamer, the hatchback of course. Nordica a navigate to keep us on course. Whole nose acting bolo trying to say he the boss. I said shut the fuck up, the no, kid man. is out with the loose act. Wow. Got a big trade pound, it's just a shoot back. Tim is on the roof with the 12 gauge rifle. Scope is on the top, so you know he live in Eiffel. Took the aim of Oswald, caught him north in the face. All them other kids, they had their tools in the space. Levi had the snub, so you know they getting laced. Donna Cameron was crying, cause man shells was flying. Damn, all we want is a piece of the pot and Nike scooped the sets cause he moves like it. Threw them shits up in the trunk, now we up out here. Oh, Got man. back to the mansion to divvy up the paper. Helly Hansen was the brain of the whole entire caper, so she felt it was right for her to get the whole slice. Everybody in the crew didn't think it was nice, I guess not. And guess was hot, so guess what? what? Guess took the jigger and jigged it in the gut. When you play with crime, sometimes it's not too fly. Uh, Even though the goods look deceiving to the eye. Uh, the end situation can leave your ass dry. Yo, That's why you got to walk on by. 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 Bring that Danny home. My man P put me on to the shorty. Him rock, now him rock. Strong enough to make your heartbeat stop. One sip, I thought the bitch was a fucking warlock. The more she started giving me the strong I got. Pushed her off to the crew, then she started getting jealous. Steam, cause I spent more cream with the fellas. Fuck them niggas, spend that cheese on me. See if they beat you ran when you need pussy. Then I thought to myself, yo, this trick is right. Gathered up all my dough, so I spent the night. I can't help it. She got my brain in the headlock. Niggas started riffing, why you checking? Yo, this shit must stop. Mom's like, you need to see the AA. Better hope they help your ass out yeah, you on the same away. day. But never that. I got the shake, so I need that. Son, call me stressed out, I just be that. But when it comes to him, rock done, I need that. She's my shorty for life, so fuck the feedback. I think the whole world's going insane. I fill my brain with the handy and drink away the pain. I think the whole world's lost his brain. I sip away on the liquor and drink away the pain. This brother who ain't here. Pour a little something on the floor, Shan. Time to get a little and do our thing. World up before the first side of Queens. We get event, know what I mean. It's an everyday thing. Penny got my mind in a headlock. Danny got me going crazy. Danny take me away. Danny take me away. Danny take me away. Danny take me away. Yo, we are back, y'all, man. We are back for the second half of Black Broadway Podcast. We are in here live with Luxury Cuisine. Yo. Pouring up these midsummer night dreams, aka yeah. go to sleep, ho. Go you know what I'm saying? We had to have a classy name for the drink and a and a ratch name to too. Classy. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying? We try to keep everything flowing in a classy perspective. So yo, we back, man. We eating good. Miggy, Sheree. Thank you. can you call me so, Miggy. It's I know, okay. you know, I love to call you Miggy. You're Miggy to me. So, but I'm you're going to be Sheree for the gang. You, you are Miggy the most. <laughs> AKA the most. You know what I'm saying? And we back, y'all, for real. You got us eating good, man. Listen, before we even start, because you know, for all of our listeners, our audio people, tell them what you cooked for us today, yo. I sous vide some chicken breasts. 
That how you say that? Savid? Savid. S-O-U-S. V-I-D-E. Okay, so you savide it. That's a way of cooking, right? It is. Savide basically means vacuum in French. Okay. And so I took the chicken breast and I put it in a vacuum pack. I sealed it with all of my herbs, my spices. All right. Uh, today I used uh, Maldon sea salt. Okay. Uh, fresh cracked black pepper, um, lemon slices, uh-huh. garlic, and shallots. Oh, and man. butter, of course. You like really turned up on us with all the, the fresh ingredients. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't really cook with anything yeah. but fresh ingredients. All right, I love it. Yo. Like, so now that you out here cooking, for, and this is funny because I always knew you were into, you know, the restaurant industry, mm-hmm. and I definitely always knew that you always ate great. Like, you know what I'm saying? Every restaurant that's fly in this city. I've been there. You've been there. You've torn down whatever they thought was tight in there. And you've bigged up whatever you thought was tight in there. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's really, really what I really want to talk to you about. But first, let's get a little background. Because I want to know, what are your qualifications to speak on this whole entire food scene in D.C.? Like, where you from, first of all? Where you from? I am a girl from D.C. I am a rare treat. Okay. I was born about five blocks from here uh-huh. on the other side of the park. All right. Um, uptown shit. Uptown girl. All I, day. I went to Cadelza High School. Shout out to Cadelza. Shout out to clerks. Clerks. <laughs> um, yeah, and this is home for me. So okay. So I've seen every change. I've seen everything happen in this city. Okay. I've been here for and how do how did you I know you've been in the service industry for quite some time too, like in the food service All whole of entire my industry. Adult life. Your whole entire, my adult, entire life. adult life. I, I had it. my first restaurant job when I was eighteen. Okay. And I'm thirty five now. Damn, so you really been in this, yo. Off and on, I can always you, come back. Can you name some of the places that you worked? Like oh, some of the places that I worked you at Aqua Aldue in Eastern Market. Okay. Um where else have I so many? Um, I started off my first serving job was at Capital City Brewing Company. Okay, damn, Capital City Brewing Company. Yeah, Is that I remember still that place. I don't know. No, it's like my own personal know. shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> All the shenanigans. Come on, you've been on shenanigans since I know you. So like. Um, I've worked in, I worked at Society Lounge. I've worked in like a lot of places. Society Lounge downtown? Silver Spring? Silver Spring, yeah. Okay. okay. I worked at The Pig on 14th. Oh, man, that's oh, fancy man. shit. Bus Boys and Poets. Okay, no doubt. Shout out to the whole Bus Boys and Poets crew. There's a whole community There's of people. There's a whole community. That worked at Bus Boys and Poets. From 2007 <laughs> to like 2010, that Bus Boys and Poets crew on B Street was lit. Was lit. <laughs> y'all, are, y'all are legends in y'all own right out here. Just. Iconic. Iconic. <laughs> I love it, yo. So, like, you started out. So, you started out working in the restaurant industry and all of that. I mean, you all, like you said, you've been doing that since you know you were eighteen. So, like, was your interest in food always there? Like, were you always like interested in food, or did you just kind of like stumble into this and then discover that you really, really loved like you know food culture and stuff? Little known fact about me: my dad is a chef. Oh, okay. So in the blood. I, I learned how to cook from him. When mm-hmm. my parents split, I was a latchkey kid. So my father taught me how to cook so I could survive. Damn right. And out of all the kids, I was just the best at it. So I guess, yeah, I did stumble in it. Okay. Okay, so when it comes to culture, kind of what he's saying as far as like, you know, things like that, um, how does culture play a role when you're cooking? Um, how do you incorporate different cultures and ethnicities while cooking? 
how do I incorporate cultures? Yeah, yeah like your well, culture. My culture, culture, especially, I try to incorporate it in everything that okay. I do because Word. my food is my art. Right. So I have to put me or a piece of me in everything that I do. I can make, you know, a red curry Thai style, but right. it's still going to have to be part mm-hmm. of me. It's right. still gonna have to have my flair on it, you know? Spice, cause gonna we black. My, exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's always gonna have to have my style on it. I love it, yo. So where did you find your confidence? Where did you find that that backbone or that's that that this that decision? Where did you make that decision to just go ahead and be unapologetically go towards it? I'm just really good at it. That's like it's it I had confidence in it because I'm really good at it and Everybody likes my food. <laughs> I'm just I great. I'm just great, it. and you know, was, people I mean, like I mean, my I shit. I just stumbled in it. Like, I'm that nigga. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's really no, there's no great okay. story behind it. I love it. I, well, actually, there's a great story behind it. I, um, I, you know, I cook a lot for like all my friends and family. True. I'm always cooking. You're not gonna go to Maggie's house and she's not gonna try to, there's always food. No doubt. And. One of my homegirls, who's a consultant for Hungry, she was like, you know, you should, you know, come and cook for Hungry. I'm like, really? Like, they have all these? So, what's Hungry? Hungry is an online service. I wish they promoted it more. It's an online service for home-cooked meals delivered to your front door. Okay. So, it's basically like Uber Eats, but instead of ordering from a restaurant, you're ordering from my kitchen. Okay. Monty's doing something similar to that with, like, this. What's that called now? Galley.com. Galley. Like right. the bottom of the ship. <laughs> like the kitchen in the ship. <laughs> Bodies wild. Check in with Yellis. <laughs> so you was on Hungry. You started with Hungry. Is it still active? I started, it's still active. Okay. I started with Hungry. Um, I had a couple meals on there. Um, my style was more, you know, Southern cuisine or comfort food with a twist. Okay. Uh, that's and, important. Like, you got, so what you on Hungry... Like, that's kind of where you started to develop your whole, like, style of cooking yeah. and, like, all of that. Okay. I love it. So, now with cooking, like, I like to talk about you cooking. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the shit that you do. But, yeah. you know, at D.C. now, like, they, they try to push this as, like, the food town or a foodie capital. Because there's so many new-ass restaurants opening it up. And How you feel about most that? Most of them are garbage. No offense. Thank you. No, most of them, I'm just going to be straight. Like, most of these restaurants are garbage, and it's all about ambiance. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, they really selling you the table and the plates. Exactly. They're all about flair. Mm-hmm. It's not about the food mm-hmm. at all. Like, a lot of the food, if you just had it in a dark alley, <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> like, it's not like you're this. like, oh, this chicken good as shit. No, you just could be like, oh, this is just regular chicken now. <laughs> Real city, what would you say would be your, your favorite restaurant? What's your favorite joints? Um... I actually like Aqua Due. I like Rose's Luxury. Okay. Rose's like Luxury it. is like Michelin star yeah. level, right? Um, yeah. Tail of Goat right up the street is a good restaurant. Okay. Um, what else do I like when I go out to eat? I go everywhere. Like, I never, because there are so many restaurants opening up. True. Like, there, I, it's very rare that I go there twice because there's so mm-hmm. many places opening up. I thought it was try. just me. It's not, it's not, because there, there's like 3,000 options now. Yeah. Right. In this tiny little city. Yeah. So, I know we're talking about, like, different foods and restaurants that you're, like, you know, you like personally, but... Mm-hmm. 
I kind of just really want to talk about the drinks that you you know you have, you've prepared for us and the food that you have for us. Oh, thank you. So yeah, real uh, talk. So I, I first I want to get <laughs> in yep. with the drinks. Uh, let's so can you tell us a little bit more about what you prepared? Yeah, um, this is a summer night's dream. Okay, it's a gin based cocktail. We use Bar Hill gin. We are drinking um, gin. Y'all. It's a gin made. <laughs> I have everybody drinking gin, guys. God, they don't like gin. gin. Thank you. That that gin tastes good. Though. It's a really good gin, right? It is. Yeah, so it's a lot, because it's made with raw honey, it's a lot sweeter than normal gins. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it would be really good with uh, this cocktail. I have uh, chamomile and mint syrup, simple okay. syrup, lavender bitters, and fresh lime juice. That's okay, crazy. and so, and you've named it, can you tell us the Summer name? Night's Dream. Summer Night's Dream. It's go to sleep, ho. I like yeah. to go to sleep, ho. <laughs> 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 Because one, it's like unapologetic, we don't give a fuck. Right. <laughs> Which is my nature already. But then you spell home with H-E-U. Hey, H-E-U. 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 I love it. I like yeah. it. <laughs> so for, for our little snack, for this our evening snack that you prepared us, can you just uh, talk about a little bit? Oh, absolutely. Um, I just made something really simple for us, something really simple and healthy. Uh, it's just a nice little summer salad, mixed greens, uh, Saturn peaches. Saturn peaches, peaches are the little donut peaches. Okay. Really? The little yeah. white flesh you can see. Where do you get all this stuff from? You farmer's market kind of girls? TJ's. Yeah. Shout out to Trader Joe's. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> loves Trader Joe's. If you don't like Trader Joe's, you cannot be my friend. I feel you on that. <laughs> you on that. Trader heard. Joe's is that deal. <laughs> Wait, yeah. like 10 years ago. Yeah. Word. When they had the two buck chucks. <laughs> right. Real live shit. I've been there. I feel you. Um... Blackberries, raspberries, feta cheese, pistachios, and a citrus honey vinaigrette. It's very, very, very bomb. Very good. Thank you. Very good. <laughs> Thank Absolutely. You. Yeah, see? So, like, now we know what you cooking. Like, I mean, did you draw any of this inspiration from, like, wanting to compete or wanting to be on par with these restaurants that you like to eat at a lot? You know, these places that you frequent? Well, I didn't want to compete with the restaurant, but I like to eat good. On so. that level. Yes and no. Yeah, I yeah. Think. I like I like to eat good. I like I like to create, and this was just a way for me to be creative. No doubt, it's like an outlet. Yeah, huh. I love it, yo. Okay, okay. So we're talking about you like to eat out a lot. Mm-hmm. So are you more critical when you go out to eat? I am. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I am yeah. a huge critic because I've worked on on both sides. Right. Okay. I've worked as a host. You know, I've worked in every part of the restaurant. So when I when I see stuff, like I see things that normally you probably wouldn't see. Right, right, yeah. What do you look for? What are the things? What are some of the things that you look for? I, you know, a, I try to remove myself, especially if I'm out like on a date. I try mm-hmm. to remove myself and not think from being super critical. Exactly, <laughs> because if you're not, you're gonna ruin your good time. Like I'm not, I'm not a yep, you know, review. I'm not. Yeah, yeah you not gonna go home and write a whole paragraph. About, like you really have to piss me off in order for me to like be vocal and say something. Like I'm the most forgiving person. Right. When I go out to eat. Because you know what it's like on both sides exactly. of the fence. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like, do you feel like certain places that you go, like, really, really get it right? Like, all around the board? Or do you feel like a lot of these places... Because, you know, this D.C. food scene is kind of funny now. It's like a... It's a really fake fancy kind of thing. It's, but you know what? It's, it's too much for, for nothing. Like, I feel like a lot of people go out expecting... You know, champagne, and they have a beer budget. Right. Like you can't. <laughs> you, you can't you, fuck around. Like you gotta. If you, if you want it, then pay for it. Right. right. 
But do you feel like good food necessarily has to be expensive? It does. Look at Rose's Luxury. It's like one of the top restaurants in D.C. And mm-hmm. I'm like, it, and it's that way for a reason. I, you know, I suggest that all of you go to go Rose's Luxury. Yeah, we on that. We got to go there. <laughs> like at least once. Nah, that's important. No, it's great. Like it's a really good restaurant. Good food. And it's not like, you know, you're one of the meal, like normal things. They, they really, really do jump out there with the creativity with the ambiance, like if you feel like you're at home. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's good, so that's the ambiance. Now, what about the, you were talking about health. So yeah, like, so of course in the black mm-hmm. community, we have a lot of like high, high blood pressure diet. Oh, definitely. So a lot of, the, unfortunately, a lot of the good foods are fatty and are overseas and are salty as shit. So what would you suggest? Exactly, but that's not so true though. That's true. So what would you suggest <laughs> then? So what would I you suggest, you know, cooking at home. Yeah. And you know that just like this. But right how to here, make it good? Is, you can only make, you can saute some broccoli only with so much. You can saute some broccoli. You Let's can add olive guys, oil. What would you suggest to make olive it play oil. more flavorful? This is my time, Marty. Remember we talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Tell them again, you can use chef. Black garlic instead of you know regular garlic. Black garlic is, is it more garlic. It's three ninety nine at Trader Joe's. Okay. Okay. Right. Whenever they have, you know, when they run out of things, they don't. They just run out. Okay. There's right. no going yeah. back and getting it. Really? Is well, that how Trader Joe's works? Yes, because they that. buy things a lot at a time. Uh-huh. They, they like if they go to their to their buyer, they buy it all out. Word. That's, That's interesting. They, they don't outsource. Okay, I follow somebody on Twitter, and she always be posting about like little items that they she bought at Trader Joe's that like may or may not be there no more. So it's like you got to get it that now. Black garlic is the truth. Okay. Like, That's the I, way. I suggest that, like, if they have, they don't, they didn't have it at Trader Joe's today because I look for it. I try to buy it every single time. Yes. So I kind of want to get more into like your style of cooking and like your technique. So tell us more about that. Like how my style of cooking. I don't really have a specific style. I go everywhere. All right. I sous-vide, I saute, I fry. Um, okay. I, I like it all, literally. Like I no dietary restrictions. You cook it pork. You cook it beef. Whatever. I cook everything. The only thing that I do not like. Specifically, it's chocolate. What? I don't like chocolate. I don't like chocolate. Either. Either. <laughs> I don't. What? I have to be in a mood for it. I can't. Oh, it tastes like chalk to me. So, you mean y'all not snorting chocolate out here? You know, that's oh, the new trend. That. That's the new trend now. I mean, if you're going to snort chocolate, just go for the real thing. Right, you might as well, yeah. <laughs> Light that Coco, up a few shades. You know, one cocoa, you go to the next. Stop wasting the people's time. So you, you say you cook a lot. So I have a question because this is actually an issue of mine. When I'm okay. cooking meats and I don't get a chance to saute it, how do I make the flavors kind of seep in a little more? That's the issue with my marinade. But if you can't, no, if you can't, that's what marinate. you meant. Marinate. Oh, what did I yeah, say? you said oh, yeah. saute. Okay, no, if I can't, if I don't get a chance to marinate, if I'm like coming home from work, I'm tired, I want to cook something really quick, something good. How would we something suggest like it? steak, for example? Steak, fish, anything. Steak is really general. simple to cook. It depends on the cut of meat. Like I would go for, spend a little money on your steak. Mm. Really simple. Get some uh, rosemary, thyme, whatever herbs you have. I keep fresh herbs, so like I tell people, like to use all this stuff, and they usually don't have it. And I know that's uh, yeah, that's the thing too. Like a lot of times, people fresh, you know fresh. who are like quote unquote foodies or chefs or whatever, they tell you to reach for these these ingredients, but, but it's like where do you get this shit? You you get it right in your produce, Alex. Like rosemary at Trader Joe's, a dollar ninety nine. Like the herbs are dollar ninety nine per pack in Trader Joe's. Just go at Trader Joe's 
and rack up, and then you can get all your expensive stuff from Whole Foods. That's what I do. Okay. So yeah. what's the expensive stuff? What would you say is the expensive? Like a, a nice cut of meat. Like your salt. Like your I, salt. I love Maldonado Herbs. salt. I Herbs. love salt. I have Herbs. I have literally every kind of salt you can think of: Himalayan pink sea salt, Maldon. <laughs> I have black lava sea salt. Yes, I have jade green sea salt. Like every single. And that salt. all makes a difference. They're it all different. All makes a difference. Okay. See, I didn't know. You know, I'm. Okay. I, I I like to pretend like I like to cook, but you know, I like, mean, you know, I'm gonna make a hell of a box cake for you. Like, I will whip up a whole but box of brownies. Real you know? that's real. So you say, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. So you say you eat out a lot in the city. I do. So, um, so looking at uh, overall, looking at all the menus, so mm-hmm. you could say overall, what would you like to see more of or less of? Like I would like to see less of collard greens. Word. Yeah. Really? Especially white people. white people. Not, I mean, well, how many restaurants in D.C. are doing it right? We're doing it right. Exactly. Right. Very, very few. I would few. like to see less of... Doing it healthy is the word. Shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can't do it healthy, but... You can still braise it and it'll be good. Good, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. speaking of collard greens, the people that actually have it right, Bar Pilar. Okay. Oh, that's a good spot. I like Bar Pilar. Bar Pilar is like one of I, I forgot to shout them out. Like that's one of my favorite places. They have. Did you ever work there? No. Okay. They like have I this pork shoulder. I spent a lot of time there. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely had a drink or two. They have this pork shoulder. It is amazing. Like you have to have it. Let me guys don't eat pork, but you have to have at least four people there to like eat on this feast. Oh, it comes with rolls, it comes with collard greens, and it tastes like, like mama made it. What? Yeah, like, my mom ain't never made no pork show. What, what kind of food is it? What kind of cuisine is it? It's like comfort food. It's not that you, like you, you're, you guys are asking what kind of cuisine it is. Nobody in this city does like specific cuisine. That's very, very sure. true. Everything's like, fusion. Nobody does anything. Everything yeah. is like you, you have a bit of everything because we're not, we're not, you know, we're multifaceted people. So you can't have it's DC. Besides, like, uh, what's a place up the Michelin star? Bat Saint. Now, you know what? I was just about to ask about that place because that's one of my favorite places. I love Bad Saint. And like, how do you feel about that even concept? Like. Bad Saint, Little Cerro, Roses, like how they have like these very small dining places. I love that. You like that? I huh? love it. I just don't like the crowd that it draws. Exactly. Speak on that for us, please. That's a different, that's a different topic. No, no, speak no on it's, it, it's the same topic. Uh-huh. Like I, I don't like the crowd that it draws. It's a bunch of pretentious people, Absolutely. mainly, you know, lighter complexion people hey, hey. That, that aren't from this city like i grew up in this city so like that saint is in my it's in the hood it's in my hood yes like these right on that street my, exactly these things are in my neighborhood and you but they look at you crazy when you're you there exactly like you you can't cause you you just started coming around here 10 years ago if even if yeah. that much exactly like i said you just moved here in january exactly so, <laughs> exactly and then you and you know all about dc now why i was say you're gonna tell me what's happening a friend Mm-mm. of a friend um she moved to like right close to dupont circle uh-huh. and i saw i'm friends with her on facebook and she was like my city Homegirl, you just moved here from <laughs> California right. less than a year. That ago. was all. This is DC not your city. is everything. Exactly. Like, go ahead, yo, for real. 
Like, what do you feel like? Okay, so if you had to say this, and and I, I often ask people this, especially that's in the food scene in DC, what is DC's culinary imprint? What's our food? What's our food like staple or stamp besides yeah. mumble sauce? And chicken? It's definitely a heavy southern influence. All right. Definitely true. This is the south. Yeah, this is the south, and and I don't want anybody with to forget Caribbean. That. A little, not a well, lot. Well, there of is Caribbean, Caribbean influence yeah, as well. Caribbean. True, but yeah. it's mainly like all of all of the things that are staples in DC. If you think about it, Henry's, Horace and Dick. Man, you ain't never lied. Yeah, all those things are southern. You know, we keep looking for, like, um, a, a staple food, but the restaurants, for real, is what it is. Exactly. Like, it's places it, that are, are institutions places. out here. Mm-hmm. I think Busboys is moving into being an institution, too. I won't let it. <laughs> <laughs> you won't let Busboys? No. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Why won't you let Busboys be great? <laughs> because Andy Shalal is really good at appropriation, but we let him slide with it because he is... He's compassionate. Yeah. You, you, I guess. I guess, right? Yeah. We, <laughs> we want to say that he wants to at least appeal to the darker skinned folks. Like, at least I, I think politically and socially. Think you think it's for a check? Yeah. yeah. I think it's for a check. Well, obviously. Yeah, is he always. not making a check off of it? True. Oh, a, a whole check. What has he done? Like, what can you actually say that he's done for the black community? Can, can you, on paper right now, can you say what he's done? You know, I can't. Exactly. Besides put <laughs> restaurants and be the beginning of gentrification in every part of the hood. That's very Like, true. so if you feel like Andy Shalal and like that crew, like, because he is like a, I guess you could say like a Johnny come lately on that scene. Exactly. Like, who do you feel like is the people that's really been holding it down for, for a long time? That's like, like Horace and Dickies, like you said, um, Ben, Henry's, Henry's what else? Anything that's that's not like quote unquote soul food related. Lion's Deli. That's close. Howard China. <laughs> Howard China, but that's chicken and bubble sauce. Yeah. yeah. True. Lion's Deli, right Eddie, up the street from How, there. Eddie Leonard. Eddie Leonard. Yeah, Carry yeah, outs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Carry outs like it. True. Those are things that Benz, I, how you feel about Benz? I mean, I gotta big up Benz because it's yeah, 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 respect, it's one of the respect, biggest things in DC has been. How you feel but, about their next door? Benz next door. They trying. I think so. They're trying. I think. I know. I don't think it's pretentious at all. I just think it's the the they they're working on it. Okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna say I'm it's good. I done had a couple of good uh, a meal of plate. I think that they're trying to like blend that low they, brow and high brow. They make the menu a little bit smaller because it's all over the place. It is. It is. They got to tighten that up. So like for you. Are you offering your food services? Are you cooking I for people out here? I am offering my food services. I am a personal chef. All right. Um, I do meal plans. Okay. So, like, do you do, like, you do meal plans? Do you do, like, catering? Or what's your personal chef niche? Like, I you am a one-man like... show, so okay. I haven't gone into catering yet. Okay. So, I just had a question on that. Since yeah. you do personal meal plans, I'm mm-hmm. considering cutting out. First, I'm going to start with red meat. But then at okay. some point maybe meat. We're so yeah. happy. We're proud. <laughs> so I see a suggestion to like still have my have my my protein, but that's still filling. Cause I, I like my veggies, but only with so much. So what would you? You're suggest? gonna have to big up the, uh, up the ante on the veggies. It's yeah. not any other thing that I can tell you like uh, nuts. Okay. Yeah. Beans. Okay. Do you have a suggestion on how to cook them or anything? Do you have a crock pot? I do. Ooh. Are you cooking up dope in the crock pot though? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get to work in that crock pot. Yeah. 
So how so how do clients how would potential clients get in touch with you like how yeah. tell us how to get in touch with you can luxury go and find cuisine. me on my IG at okay. luxury cuisine okay um, I also have a Facebook page luxury cuisine okay and we can see so the pictures that you post are all these meals available for like purchase or like do you custom make menus how do you have I a do not sell plates. No, good. No, I do not. I am not a plate seller. Um, I think we need to bring that back, though, man. Where's the fish lady at? The fish fry lady, you know what I'm saying? At Horace and Dickies. <laughs> nah, easy, 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 easy. You got her, huh? She right, though. She right. So what kind of, so what? We so, got to keep it like So what them. are you offering in, in that way? Like, are you offering, like, like courses? Like, you're doing, I like, I offer whole... experiences. Okay. Birthday parties, I, like I got you. Okay. okay. Nice. Meal so, plans, I got you. But okay. I just I I'm a one person. So mm. the meals that I make, there's no way that I can make it for two hundred people. Nice, okay. nice. Okay. So I'm cooking right. cooking bulk is harder than cooking for Absolutely. Like ten people. Mm-hmm. I'm not not as many people. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So is there anything that you just genuinely dislike cooking and you just don't want to make? No. There's no. not anything that I dislike cooking. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's just okay. good. Like, for real. Like, and right. I don't make, like, chitlins. Like, okay, uh, thank you. I mean, right. I, you know, there are just some things that I don't make. Okay. Right. With everything else, like, you're going to kind of lean in and try to just put your flair on it. Yeah. Whatever people want. Okay. So, it's, it's basically, it's mainly custom then. It's mainly custom. All right. So, when you, when it's people get... It's all custom. Okay. That. So, when people get in touch with you through luxury cuisine... Then they kind of have to have somewhat of an idea of what they want, like most of the time people don't have any idea because they want to say they're foodies and they absolutely are not foodies. Can we talk about that for a minute? <laughs> How what the fuck is up with foodie, yo? Like what what is that about, yo? Is it <laughs> I love your face. No, man, eat food and we don't deal with the foodie term. Yo, so when you want to talk about foodies and shit, what do you say, what what do you think a foodie is? Do yourself a favor and go on Instagram and look up the foodie hashtag. Okay, right. Okay, so once I do the foodie, just tell us so we before we even do this research. Some bullshit. Hashtag, he's talking to me, mommy. I know, my Hashtag, (laughs) you're going to take a picture of your ribs at Fridays and say hashtag foodie. Yo, it's ridiculous. Like, people will be saying that, yo, I'm eating at... Bus boys or mule bowl. Hashtag foodie. foodie. DC oh, foodie. Oh, oh, I went out and got a grilled cheese. Hashtag <laughs> Right. What the fuck? Like, this is ridiculous. Hashtag I eat good. Right. And everybody's taking wild pictures of, of, of plates and shit. How do you feel about that? I've never seen you post a picture of like just a random plate that you didn't make. Like, I never really see that. I mean, I take pictures of food when I go out on Snapchat. Okay, like, yeah. I mean, I went out to for brunch on, what was that, Saturday, Sunday? I went to, um, what was the name of that place? On Pennsylvania Avenue. Michelle Richard, Central. Okay, yeah, okay. I, I know but about that was, place. Yeah, okay. I, I took pictures there. I posted it. Okay, on, on Snapchat, on, on Facebook? Snapchat, okay. Yeah. So, like, do you travel often, and how does that I do. Yeah, so how does that change your perspective of, like, cooking and, and different things like that? 
It doesn't really change at all because usually the places I go, I always go to. For example, a couple of weeks ago, I went to Puerto Rico. And one of my favorite places in Puerto Rico in Old San Juan is Marmalade. Oh, wow. And it is a beautiful restaurant. That's what I'm talking about. Like, so Puerto Rican cooking, do you uh, do you have an affinity for it now? I do. I mean, I've always had an affinity for Latin flair. Okay. Your people ain't Puerto Rican, I ain't. No, my people are Trini, my grandma's Cuban. Okay, so you still got that Latin flair in the culture. Yeah, that Afro-Caribbean, Afro-Cuban. Absolutely. That's that's a very important distinction. Okay, so while we talk about even ethnicities, like... What's up with the ethnic food in D.C.? Because I feel like a lot of these places that people go and they like hashtag foodie, it'd be like an ethnic restaurant, but dumbed down for like white folks. You know what yeah, I'm saying? They, they, have to, they have to make it super vanilla because they they don't really like would be like. Word. Spice. Like, they don't go to real, like, a real, if you want to have, like, a real African restaurant experience, they don't go to Sumas. They're not going to go to Appio. Yeah, they're not going to go to Appio, or they're not going to go to those type of places, you know what I'm saying? They be on that bullshit where they mm-hmm. go to these vanilla places, and be exactly. like, eating dim sum, like, it ain't no Chinese people in there. <laughs> like, I, I exactly. go, when I go like, to Chinese... I saw a taco, Ethiopian taco place. Yeah. What is no. that? What is that? I don't, I don't even like injera. No, it scares me. That's something I will not cook. If it, like, I, yeah, you're, I don't think you're not that. here for the tips and the injera. I don't like dirty pancakes. I can't. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. What am I going to do? Hey, hey, Black Broadway OMG. What am I going to do? It's Ethiopian. And his mom home cooking does it for me every time. I'm sure. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, that's a girl home cooking, though. Yeah, that's like in that box. I'm absolutely sure, but it's just not my thing. So we gotta get them people like to come to like what's a top notch like ethnic dining experience like that's authentic that you would recommend you know Jayoti right up the street what's it called oh Jayoti yes the Indian spot no doubt. That's official. I love Indian food too. Rasika, what's the name of the place? Rasika. Rasika, yeah. Mm. Yeah, see, that's that's like fifty dollar plates of it's just yeah. Ambiance. It's just yeah. ambiance, exactly. But Jayoni. That's oh, official. Uber Eats now. I don't even have to come to Abbott's Morgan. Say so <laughs> what? Are they all Uber Eats? Oh, we so, about to have to dial that up. My, so my parents have a restaurant that's been open for about 16 years, mm-hmm. African restaurant. So like, do you ever see yourself owning your own restaurant? Um, where where do you go from here after like, you know, just being a personal chef? I didn't even see myself doing this. So I, I'm not going to say that I don't see myself owning a restaurant, but it's a lot of work. It is. Like mm-hmm. to have a successful restaurant. And if I did open one, it would definitely not be in this city. Okay. Really? No. Why not? Do you feel like it's competition or is it's it... not just competition, it's just like that whole the whole restaurant scene is dead. That's why I do I found my niche mm-hmm. in cooking for people at home because the whole eating out thing is dead. It's yeah. Market like it's it's been it's been watered down so much. Like you can't really do anything with it. Like what what else can somebody do? You're right. What you what what kind of restaurant a, that's not what doesn't exist in DC? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You're so like, with, like right. I found an, a niche in people that are over the scene just like me. Uh huh. And they want an experience of somebody mm-hmm. cooking for them at home. I, I make cocktails it. as well. So they, yes, they like you do that. make cocktails. <laughs> Go to sleep, oh yeah. I think that's what I'm going to do as soon as we wrap this thing up. <laughs> I was Broadway. Wrap this thing up, man. Like, yo, before we get out of here, baby, I got to one more time reiterate 
how people can get a luxury cuisine meal. Oh, did I say my email? I think I forgot to. No. You Jen. can find me at luxurycuisine at gmail.com. All right. And then you got luxury cuisine on at IG. IG. Um, luxury on Facebook. Luxury, luxury on cuisine. Facebook. If you really want to have mad inappropriate laughs, follow her on Twitter. She's out of control on Twitter, yo. Please spell it for us, yo. L-U-X. C-H-E-R-I-E. All right. Cuisine. C-U-I-S-I-N-E. Thank you. Yes. For all of those who are spelling challenge like me. You know what I'm saying? I spell shit. Yeah. I struggle. Your boy at Galley's. I struggle. G-A-L-L-E-Y. Ah, why do you have to get this shit up, man? Yo, Already, man. This is I'm what happens. Bread. This is what happens when you don't lock the studio door. <laughs> all right? So here we are. We wrapping this thing up. Another week, another episode of Black Broadway Podcast. Nick, I need you one more time to tell people that this food scene in DC is over and you got their back. We doing something. You got them. You got them wrapped up. All right. So listen. We doing something different with them too. We about to. We about to wrap it up. We about to crush the rest of this plate because I keep looking at it and I want it. Yeah, that shit. I'm doing this. I want a piece of that chicken, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I want she just wants to chop it. True black woman style. Just you know what I'm saying? I want a piece of that chicken too, boy. Tupperware, yo. Man, another week, another episode of Black Broadway. I got to thank my guest, Luxury Cuisine, Mickey, Cherie. I appreciate her greatly. Body for coming in here, fucking up the whole entire fucking program. Already. Out of control. So now, once again, for contributing, giving us this history. And Z came through with quality questions. On top of her regular production yeah. uh, duties, yo, you've been handling biz, babe. I'm appreciative, yo. And we out of here, y'all. Another week, another episode. Make sure you tune in and turn up with us next week. We catch y'all on the flip side. Like I always say, if you're not at the table, you're on the plate. And we're going to holler at y'all next week. Peace.